There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irvin Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. It's still not too late for the Dolphins to just forfeit. Welcome to a Stroud Boys playoff edition of Sorry We Love Football, the only show that actively hates the sport that it covers. I'm your host and Eagles fan, Daniel Hardigan. Playoffs. We made it. What a ride it's been. All the ups, all the downs, through it all, here we are. Everybody's zero and zero. Four wins and we're champions, guys. Four wins. I think you guys are still 0-5, actually, (laughs) even though it is somehow you start with five losses. Okay, with us as always, Chiefs fan Danny Solomon. Danny, Travis Kelsey fell short of 1,000 yards receiving this season. How disappointing was that? Look, the man made his own decision. He would rather attend the Golden Globes, but silently, because he didn't want to let anyone know that he was dating Taylor Swift. Oh, yeah, okay. (laughs) Uh, Hey, also with us, returning to the show, Commanders fan Jamel Johnson. Jamel, did you see that fight in the stands at the Cowboys-Commanders game? Why, yes, I did, and I would like to offer that man an opportunity to open for me on the road. I don't have any (laughs) gigs yet. I don't have any gigs yet, but if you're available, they're yours. Guys, the regular season's over. We survived 18 weeks of Jaguars, uh, Panthers. It really almost killed me. Yeah, a lot of slog, a lot of bullshit, but we will be longing for a random... uh, Bears Panthers game in March. We, we would take it. We should just cover like just for a little bit all of the worst teams <laughs> that we that none of us really watch, that none of us care about. I mean, you named two of them. I think we should probably throw the Falcons in there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they get um, a fart noise. Yes, they do. Chargers, I think, ended up Ooh, so bad. Ended up falling in there. Yeah. Two poops. A lot of trash. A lot of trash. But now it's cleared off the road. Mm-hmm. And now there's just, you know, a couple of you know, dirty diapers and, and maybe one, like, old uh, Costco box out on the curb. What? That's nothing. Those are our teams. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, the Eagles are the diapers. We're the Costco box. We could have been useful if there was something in us. A dirty diaper is useful if, like, a vagrant is attacking you and you need something to throw at him real quick. Or if wow. you're a vagrant and you need to attack... <laughs> A businessman. <laughs> there you That's, go. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I'm just saying a dirty diaper is useful in some scenarios. It's great okay. for throwing at squares. <laughs> that is some Riverside Eagles fan logic if I ever heard it. Um, did you guys have a good season? Did you enjoy the year? We know you sure, did. Sure, man. I, whatever. It's been the same <laughs> shit for the past half a decade. Hey, uh, there's light at the end of the tunnel. You're going to get a new coach, a new GM, a, a new, new quarterback. quarterback. Hopefully. Listen, you, you think... You think the commanders are smart enough to do that, but it remains to be seen. Wolfman is your gardener Minshew. He can come in in a pinch. You know he can sling it. He just needs to be a number two because yeah. at yeah. his core, he is number two. He is the greatest backup we've ever seen. Eh, that's, he, he could Nick, be. Does Nick Foles exist? Listen, he has the potential to be the greatest backup we have ever seen. Okay. 
Uh, hey, let's let's just get into it. Let's start the show. We'll touch on all the games. We'll touch on our Chargers Chiefs uh, in person experience. Mm-hmm. We'll get there. But Danny, start the show the way we always do. What'd you hate about watching football this week? All right. Well, look, there wasn't much to hate this week because really the only thing that mattered in week 18 was whether or not we were going to eat one or two mushroom capsules (laughs) before walking into SoFi. Sure. I think we all ended up making the right decision there. But in watching some of the stuff this week, I did have kind of a pet peeve and it's with my otherwise flawless quarterback, Patrick Mahomes. Whoa. I'm ready to just say there is a chink in this man's armor. It's that he's been giving the same pregame pump-up speech for the last four seasons. <laughs> he gave one on this game? He gave one this week, mm. and it's good. Look, it's fine. It's the standard, like, let's dominate every snap, every play. Let's find a way to win a football game. That's how he always ends it. He's like, let's find a way to win a football game. And that would be cool once, but it's every single time. It's perfectly good, but he never changes much, if any, of the wording of it. It's almost exactly the same. And with the season being as shitty as it was, getting ready for the playoffs, I feel like maybe this was the time to do the big sports movie switch up where you try something new Mm -hmm. in the speech, where you say something that hasn't been said yet, just to make sure everyone's still awake, just to see what, how people react to new words. Be like, you know, look, I know I say this shit every week, but this time it's from the heart, dog. Greatness, greatness, dog. (laughs) Something, some kind of, give me that inch. Some, throw out some bullshit from sports movies of of the past. There have been some great ones. The Replacements even has a good one. The one thing I I know that as a quarterback, I would do well is the pregame speech. Mm. I would spend most of the week writing it. (laughs) Not running anything, no plays. I would, no film. (laughs) No film. Not not doing any practices, just in my room Working on the best possible fucking speech. So well written. Writing in a moleskin. Yeah, candlelight. Taking, there'll be callbacks. <laughs> There's shit like shouts out to specific people, but then I'll bring it back to the team. Like, I know the structure mm-hmm. that's required to get people hyped up. Then I'd go out and I'd be one for 18 with 17 picks, but that's only because <laughs> I suck. The rest of the team would be pumped to shit. Defense would be going nuts. Yeah, yeah. so I mean... I just feel like that's the one part of this guy's game that I that I didn't like, and I, I kind of hated watching another one of these speeches. Yeah, you should switch it up, especially if you're not playing. That's one big difference in the speech is you are not in uniform trying to lead us, and it's the backups. Yo, if I'm the backup, like, right guard, I'm not listening to this, man. Yeah, I'm yeah. tuning it out. I've been tuning it out even as a fan. I just don't need – I'm sure other quarterbacks do the same thing because – Whatever, you know, memorizing, writing, that's not their strong suit. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you just got to go out there and be like, you know what? I'm not going to do the let's dominate. Maybe this time I use a different word. Dan- An- annihilate. <laughs> I, think, I think you've stumbled onto a new, you've created a job opportunity for yourself. Quarterback speechwriter. Please, should God. Come on. You should, should get to travel with the team. Oh. Sit with the quarterback. Yes. Pick his brain a little bit. Put some language together. Yeah. Rehearse. Ghost write. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes' pregame speeches. The finest speeches and if he's he, ever seen. If he has memorization problems, if he has performance issues like some people do, just put me in the headset. Mm. Just get me. Just <laughs> I'll I'll dictate the whole. I'll Cyrano de Bergerac your ass. Oh my god. <laughs> or or cue that cards means something too. Very different Q- in France. Yeah, that's true. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, that's you could do- Gerard Depardieu, I think, is yeah. the uh, 
cue cards, great idea yeah. also. But then you'd slip in a bunch of I love yous, we're meant to be together. Right, right. Well, it would be like, <laughs> come over to my house after the game, take a take a yacht trip with me and Travis and Tay and yeah. Brittany, I guess. <laughs> Not poor. Jackson. I will refuse that trip if Jackson's on. That's the first job is you got to, you're definitely going to have to write some shit for Jackson if you're taking this job. Are you kidding? I guess, yeah. Once if, he gets wind that there's a writer around, you will be working on TikToks. Don't act like you're getting out of that. <laughs> if that's, that's part of the job, I guess I could do it. But that's an extra thousand a week. Do you get to go to the WAGs dinners? I would. Th- there's some great WAGs on the team. There right are. Now. We've yeah, got some on. of the best WAGs in the Finest game. WAGs. Yeah, you do. And, you know, I saw uh, Brittany and Taylor stepped out to a Beverly Hills dinner the night before the game. Yeah, they we could have bumped into them. Had all the big pop culture uh, rags writing about it. Um, and you would have been there. Well, I would have been there. Would've working with them been... with the speeches, like polling from Brittany. What's Patrick been up to this week? And then all of a sudden, Taylor's like, wow, this guy can write. And then I'm like, <laughs> now you're in the big leagues. Yeah. Yeah. Dang. I think this can happen. We just got to somehow one of us needs to parlay this fucking podcast into a professional writing career in Hollywood. That was the dream when we started. (laughs) We didn't know how we'd get there, but that was my dream was to meet Julianne Margulies. I don't know what your dream was. Mm. I think that's a totally different dream. It's attainable. I don't, I think my dream was like, uh, my high school friends all listen. I think I reached that. You reached that and more. <laughs> My dream was to smoke a blunt with Pam Oliver. I don't know what your oh. dream was. I had a totally different set of dreams. Still possible, I would say. I'd love to do it. Come on. Is she coming out west? You have to put it out there for it to happen. You have now to manifest. Out there. Yeah, I'll that's... go to San Francisco. I got a home game right. I'll go up there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jamel, what did you hate about watching football this week? What I hated about watching football this week was watching my fantasy team go off mm-hmm. in week 18. <laughs> my fantasy team lit it up front to back. The defense went nuts. Just defense all time. Dak, four tugs. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's his face? Tyreek Hill, back at it. Even though his house was on fire. Didn't matter. <laughs> yeah, what happened with that? A kid set one of the kids. I'm not even going to say his kids. I Blew don't know. Up his Fortnite night machine. One of the kids in the house had a lighter. And set the house ablaze. Nice. Kids do like fire. Long yeah. story short, you guys picked a great week to have uh, your best statistical uh, numbers. And thanks for nothing. Now, were you following along with this or you just couldn't help but notice your guys were going off? I couldn't help but notice because that was the highlight of every Red Zone update. And every update was somebody who was on one of my fantasy teams going absolutely nutrageous. Yeah. Now, what app do you use? Because I use the Sleeper app, and they still updated me on big plays even though the season was over. I thought that was pretty weird. No, I mean, I'm you know, Yahoo, ESPN. Yeah, so they're not, as, they're not trying to make you feel bad. Those apps actually have it right. I think Sleeper, you drop the ball on the Week 18. I don't want to know. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Literally, it doesn't matter. Nobody has ever been in a fantasy league where the last week mattered. Though I think the last week should. <laughs> because think about it. I mean, the playoff, the way the playoffs go down, it's never the team you started the year with. You have mm-hmm. to be on the waiver wire no matter what. So why are we excluding this last week? As if it's not going to be some sort of Arkham Asylum type lineup you got to put in anyway. There are leagues who do that. But you got to get every single them. person in your league to agree. And I doubt at least the top three people in your league will agree. We'll see about that. 
Somebody about to get hung off a balcony. <laughs> the papers are getting signed, bro. <laughs> Yeah, you gotta find you gotta find your league. What makes sense for you? Yeah, it's that's this is also what I realized this season was. I'm one. I'm in too many leagues. I only need to be on one app, and if I had to pick, I prefer it be Yahoo. Same. So that's let's start there. We're gonna slim it down to just one Yahoo league. Now there was some discussion, and maybe you weren't here for this, Jamel. So I don't know if you're fully signed off on this, but there was a discussion about a potential next season. Sorry, we love football fantasy league. It would should exist, and I would quit all my other leagues and only be in this league. Okay. I mean, we have to recruit, and obviously those of you out there listening, I'm sure you're chomping at the bit for this kind of opportunity. Yep. Well, now's the time to finally engage with this podcast <laughs> in a meaningful way. Can we have just the Patreon-exclusive fantasy talk called Sorry We Like Fantasy? Yes. yes. There, there we is. go. Or now, Shit We Like Fantasy. Yeah, and all of these titles work. We can go through what's the league happenings. Uh, we can do kind of like a, a Berman-esque uh, breakdown of each game. Group chat recap with Group like chat censored recap. out things like it's like a government doc being released. Yeah, redacted. <laughs> Dan's bit of reading NFL.com, the headlines from NFL.com. Sure. And we promised to get... At least 50% more off topic. <laughs> yeah, and you can directly shit talk Danny, myself, or Jamel, or yeah. Kyle, uh, instead of going roundabout ways. Yeah, why are you all texting Dan to talk shit on me? Yeah, yeah just go straight to Danny. I don't yeah, need this. Get, get at me. At least go to the Sorry We Love Football Twitter and tell me I'm a piece of shit to my kind of face. Look, mm -hmm. you can... You can Talk any kind of trash to Danny on our Patreon. Coming soon. Yeah. Coming I soon. Coming I think. Soon. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We're <laughs> One of these I meant days. to hit the Pat Mahomes button. Pat Mahomes. <laughs> we just got to generate it ourselves. Yeah. Um, what I hated about watching football this week was it's like the main story of week 18, other than like the playoff teams, was the Jameis Winston Saints late touchdown. Crazy. And people really like had strong opinions on this. I didn't think it was some big deal. People were like, he needs to be cut immediately. He should be out of the league. I saw a few. The it's a loser mentality. Winning yeah. is a loser mentality. Which is crazy. The reporter was like, you guys got to play these guys twice a year. It's like, what do you think is going to happen? Like they're going to kill Jameis? <laughs> they're going <laughs> to go out there see and these guys <laughs> again. They're going to snipe Jameis. <laughs> I, it's not unprecedented either. The Eagles did this in a game in 1987. It's one of, like, in Eagles lore, it's one of the favorite moments. So I can see in the future people being like, remember that time when we really gave it to the Falcons? Basically, the scenario was Eagles up 10, nine seconds left, midfield, kneel down formation, fake kneel, throw deep, P.I. on the one, scored the next play with no time remaining. That's on the ref for calling the P.I. Yeah, he shouldn't have <laughs> called the P.I. It is a question we'll call it, too, if you watch the clip. Tom Landry storms off the field. I think it was one of his last – I think it was maybe his last season. He finally took his hat off? Yeah, no, his hat's on in the clip. <laughs> Buddy Ryan's talking shit. He's like, I dreamt of this moment. I hate those guys. Like, it was awesome. I don't know. Football gets personal. And the idea that because uh, Jameis sort of suggested they do this, like the Falcons are going to be like, oh, I want to beat the Saints more now. They always do. I and I know Saints fans and Falcons are their number one. That's who they hate the most in the division. But it, I, that's odd, considering they tried to kill Brett Favre. I thought it was the Vikings. <laughs> it had me thinking about all the sports and like these unwritten rules and like the way that you handle winning. Because in basketball, if you're up ten and there's like thirty seconds left, 
you don't shoot. You just let there be a shot clock violation, and it's rude if you shoot, except for the end game turn or the end season tournament, which I loved because all yeah. dudes were getting pissed because they forgot that yeah, like you points mattered. To, points and mattered, that, yeah. and then in baseball, if you're up ten late, you just let the guy steal. You don't even throw. It's rude to try and get the guy out. I'm like, I don't even like this. Dude, like, oh, you have to be respectful at the what end What the, the hell game. is that? Why can't you score if you're on the one-yard line? And it's week 18. Everybody knows there's incentives on the line. Jamal mm-hmm. Williams hasn't That's scored true. a touchdown all season. They love the guy. He's like locker room glue. They did it for him. And for Jameis a little bit. I mean, the guy, he gets on the field so rarely now. And he should be part of a touchdown. Does anybody have the, the opposing take on this where you're just like, that was bullshit. I can't believe they did that. I would only say it was bullshit if the Saints had to line up for a kickoff after. They did. It was like a minute okay, left. Well, that's actually dumb as fuck. Well, <laughs> they should not have done that. And here's my one gripe with it. I do have one little thing. They lined up in kneel down formation. If yes, you're going right. to do it, just like get an eye formation and run the ball if, so the defense knows what's happening. If, well. you, if you're going to do it, do it in the funniest way possible. But it I was think. the funniest way possible. <laughs> but like, yeah, I mean, I don't want to sound like, you know, old crabby John Voigt coach here. But like, <laughs> I guess there's like, if the argument needs to be made, and I'm not really making it, but it's about, you know, the chain of command, discipline mm. from the top down, military style. I think that's how... Coaches try to run. There's a lot of defiance of the coaches lately. The Jair Alexander thing. Yep. Mm-hmm. Just going out, pretending like you're the captain. Where does this end? <laughs> I forgot about I that like one. I like it. I had forgotten about that one. Look, if you don't respect your coach. Everybody I, needs to The know. Packers guy should respect his coach. But, um, yeah, you don't have to respect Dennis Allen. Who gives a shit? He's coming back. You and have to deal with him for another season. Saints made the playoffs. No. No. Oh, well, then they definitely should have scored. Yeah, the season's over. Who gives a shit? And Jameis is going to be your fucking backup next season or somebody else. Great. I like Jameis. Bring him. No, he's he's the second greatest backup in the league behind (laughs) Sam Howe. I don't know. If you just look at how Falcons fans feel, they are thrilled that the Saints did this. Yeah, because Arthur Smith (laughs) is Because it got their coach fired faster. Yeah. Yeah. They were like, please shame this horrible man. Yeah. They had a really bad year and deserved that. If the fans and the players both agree it was great, it's done. That's the end of the issue. The only it people. Been, uh, it would have been better if they could have scored on Desmond Ritter. I think that's yeah. what the Falcons wanted. See him out there on defense. Yeah. I think the only people mad at stuff like this are <laughs> baseball Hall of Fame voters. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, Shannon Sharp is out there being like, cut him from the well, team. Well, that guy's trying to get clips out there that yeah. aren't from one specific guest on his <laughs> yeah. show. Yeah, sure. <laughs> this guy's trying to flood the market with content yeah. right you, now. You know when you blow up, when like one of your clips accidentally blows up and you're like, shit, this this thing really did well. And then you have to, you feel like, I got to follow it up yeah, immediately. Something. I got to ride this wave. So that's all he's trying Well, that's because for Shannon, the most recent viral clip is what did he it was Cat Cat Williams. Williams. Yeah. yeah but what did he say to him about you have an un uh, oh, some proclivity unusual, uh, an unusual connection to losers right. unusual right. proclivity for entertaining losers <laughs> on your <laughs> platform right. it's like the mean it's like something you think like <laughs> it's the meanest thing i've ever heard anyone say to somebody before and he's like swirling a cognac while he says it it's obs- it's insane it is really good. it's so mean and it so is. specific and so quiet it's like like so, what howard hughes would yell at like a servant <laughs> damn yeah Okay, let's 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 talk. Let's no game this week. Let's just recap our experience at Chargers Chiefs at SoFi Stadium. We went as a group. Danny made it happen. 
Um, and we had a great time. You know, I think we, we, we all did. made it happen, by the way. I just want to say everybody. Complete team effort. I came up with the the you know the parameters. I was just like, this is why we should do it. Mm-hmm. Jamel, to his credit, got his butthole tight. Yeah, yeah. I fixed my uh, insides. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then Same drove the us yeah. in the Lexus. Or in the... Uh, yeah, it was a Lexus. Yeah, baby. in the Lexus. Yeah. The Lex bubbler. Out to the stadium. Dan providing, first off, the tickets. Yes. Found yes. the tickets. Yes, yes. Uh, very cheap. And then... Of course, the uh, let's. I guess we can say drugs. I don't know. I mean, I mean yeah. it's illegal stuff. I mean, mushrooms is legal in America now, right? In parts of it, some of I it. I think so. At SoFi Stadium, for sure. They can't yeah. catch us at this it's point. No. I've so already, I've already sure. processed the chemicals. So we were the most well-behaved fans at the stadium. We honestly <laughs> were way, way less fucked up than several of the people. <laughs> yeah. that we talked people to. were acting crazy. It was pretty nuts. Game. I was not expecting a unhinged Chargers fan environment. Yeah, I didn't. Th- I mean, this was like a place for Chargers fans to really unwind. I don't even think many of those people were there to see a game. No, I think it was just a quiet place to drink. Yeah, <laughs> a quiet place to drink. <laughs> no, that one dude we saw at the end of the game, he for sure wanted to be alone. Yeah, that there was a guy. Yeah, five hundreds. Oh, we'll right. Get, yeah. We'll get to that anyway. We walked through the fan zone. It's a cornucopia of NFL fandom. Every team is represented. It's, you have Bears fans on fucking lime scooters going crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have Dolphins fans just drinking alcohol straight from the bottle. Getting forced to drink Crown Royal. That guy did not want to drink that he Crown didn't. Royal out of that bottle. Well, because the guy serving it was a little... I just... We got thrown a couple of, you know, in in sealed... <laughs> Containers, small little uh, Jello shots. packets. We were we were thrown Jello Chargers shots colored, by a random by guy. Yeah. We all decided to shoot them, but there was a moment in there where we were like, "Let's just if you know if this goes bad, I love you." You know, yeah, there's yeah. like, "Let's we'll meet up in the hospital if there's anything wrong with these." I had nothing but faith in Bolts Nation. But then there was a shirtless man who was holding court and uh, just a big fun shirtless guy with a giant handle of what was it crown, well, royal. crown royal and he was just pouring it into people's mouths there was a lot of peer pressure i feel yeah, like people they felt made the guy in the dolphins jersey do the waddle thing and he was he thought he was going to get a shot glass nah so that ass to mouth yeah and then getting into the stadium easiest get into a stadium experience i've ever had at any sort of sporting event we glided in i've the gone to sofa i went to um rams niners nfc championship game it was about an hour and a half wait yeah. to get through security to get into the game. This one, no, no line. No metal detector. In, no metal detector. You just fucking walk in the well, stadium. because there's no Niners fans on the premises, bro. You know them dudes. There was a couple They're Niners dangerous. jerseys. I a saw co- some Niners shit. Just a couple, though. There's Eagles people all around. There were a couple of Go Birds. And the, yeah. and the one guy, there was one guy in a Hertz jersey who seemed like if we had looked at him the wrong way, we would have been in a fight. Dude was shaking his ass on anybody. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I, I watched him get a Chargers fan phone number, and then mm-hmm. he went to uh, link back up with his Chiefs fan girlfriend. And he said, fuck Kansas City yeah. at us, or at me, <laughs> <laughs> or at someone. There were other Chiefs fans there, but he was aggressive, all of us. aggressively and scarily said, fuck Kansas City, then went over to hit on the girl, and then, yeah. Was turns out plot twist. He loves a Chiefs fan. We get in the building. We see Sarah Michelle Geller on the screen immediately. Yep. Her kids going crazy. Her kids like being a little perv on the camera. Well, we were expecting Taylor Swift, and she never showed. Yeah. So they had to give us Buffy. Yeah, they owed us. That. They owed us. Buffy. 
For they sure. were like, they were talking about, they were like, who's on the celebrity cam? And, and it, then was it was just her. It was just her. Yep. Not bad. Whole first half, I'm spiraling, trying to follow the red zone. Uh, the yeah, Eagles yeah. are getting blown out. I, th- I see AJ Brown go down, and I'm like, I'm just turning this off. I can't watch it. My group chat is blowing up. Did you ever get an update on that? Is he okay? Uh, apparently, non-serious injury. I expect him to play. I told you, man. Yeah. Really going to play? I think he's going to play. That's great. It is good. Uh, so from there, the vibes were off. I was starting to like go into a, a bad place, and we were like, <laughs> let's walk. Let's do a little halftime Instagram we're live. We're live. We got stadium employees join us on the live. Shout Immediately. out to our guys. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out. And uh, just basically coming out with it that the NFL is rigged in his opinion. Yeah. He's seen a lot of football. He has. I believe him. I mean, he's seen a lot of Chargers football. So I don't know what that, I think that's what why that I does him. to a man. I think that's why I believe him. From he there. Also, he also, by the way, said he was a Giants fan. He did. He was a Giants fan working at the Chargers slash Rams stadium. That's a little sus. I don't know if I... <laughs> I don't... I think all of the people working at the stadium need to be the, a fan of the team. I want everything in my team's favor at home. That's fair. Yeah, it is. And then Jamel had a, a brilliant idea. He said... Let's get on an elevator and just see what happens. Getting to ride an elevator in any stadium is like a bit of a privilege because you never really know where it is. No. Like you can't see it on the map. And whenever you see one, you're like, man, I got to, if they're going to let me on it, I'm riding it. So we get on it and we go down. I don't even think we selected what was, was happening. We go down, I'd say we get out. Take me as far as you'll take me, sir. And he did. He, and said, he did. Level yeah, three. Because there was an old timey uh, elevator guy in there. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. On yeah. the stool and everything. Big old mustache. Looking <laughs> um, crazy. So we get to the lower level. We just walk wherever the fuck we want. Go get better, much better seats. We're mm-hmm. sitting behind the Chargers horn. They have like a horn thing. And like that a they drum do? section and like yeah. where the DJ was set yeah, up. Yeah, we were wondering where that music was coming from, and it turned out it was two feet behind us. Yo, that you made this point early in the game. The Chargers experience was really good, everything except for the audio. Oh my god. Yeah, right. Really weird sound stuff. Going just on in there. so much relentless yeah you couldn't have a moment of just hey we're at a football game it is just pulse pounding music or uh, other types of entertainment or trivia or whatever the fuck it is but it's it never stops yeah all re- game I- imagine if this podcast was 70 percent sound drops <laughs> if it was just kyle constantly playing a different fucking exactly just over and over again, for no reason, the the smallest part of the podcast is us speaking. Yeah, yeah. So we get to, we're now we're behind the damn horn. Yes. And we ran into some people who, um, well, this is just happens at any football game. You eventually have a conversation with somebody who is too drunk to actually be in public. Be in public. And yes. we found two people. Yeah. And they, and in the midst of their drunkenness, they offered us a Pretty sweet venue for a live show. <laughs> they at least they mentioned. Did. They at least mentioned that they was running some stuff. They own they, two bars, own one two. in Torrance, one in Redondo. But it was there's some information got volunteered. You feel me? It did. Uh, basically, <laughs> one of one of the people was like, "I'm married to a celebrity." I think was how she no, came no, out she with it. She said, I'm married to a South Park character. Right. That's what yeah, she said. Right. Like, this is, my husband is the basis of a South Park character. You guess who? <laughs> and I'm like, what, Mr. Garrison? Yeah, we kept Officer guessing. Officer Brady? Yeah, we, we started guessing the gay characters, token? I guess, as fun. Who is it? Big Gay Al? Yeah, Big Gay Al, you said. I should have said Token. And then she surprised us with a, a, a pass out of left field. Big twist. Mr. Slave. Mr. Slave. Married to Mr. Slave. For those who know, you know. For now, everyone and else. there's a big pause like, huh? huh, right? 
Oh, I'm Mrs. Mr. Slave. Oh, great. oh, that's oh, great news. Yeah, I'm the gerbil that lives up his ass. Hey, oh, great. Oh, that's well. I'm glad you got out. I was wondering, is that like a wife complaining? Is that like I her being like, my it, husband, this fucking guy, he's always it, letting guys ass fuck him. Yeah, it, it felt a little like she wasn't that hyped on it. No, on the marriage. All of it. Yeah. yeah. And so they're all wearing Chargers. So we're like, cool, we found some actual Chargers fans. They're all in Chargers Bolted shit. Bolted up. And then we realize one guy's like, I am a Steelers fan. Mm-hmm. One woman is like, I'm a Chiefs fan. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, so there aren't Chargers fans. Yeah, that guy was like, he was forced by his wife to wear a Chargers jersey yes. at yes. the game because then she agreed that she would root for the Steelers next week. There was one dude in front of them who had a custom Chargers jersey on, though. And I thought he might have been a real fan. We never talked to him. I think the the fans that we saw coming into the stadium were all real. And then everybody actually sitting and watching the game no. fucking hate the Chargers. <laughs> all the real fans weren't allowed in the building. Yeah. I, it you can feels hang like in the parking lot. If you're a true Chargers fan, you're outside, you're listening to merengue music, and you are getting lit as fuck. <laughs> Man, it was good. And for the game itself... I was all over this. I called a veggie burger. I think I deserved it. There wasn't going to be an there wasn't an offensive touchdown scored. You had one there was. long fumble recovery. Oh yeah, right. That's there a was touchdown. a touchdown. Oh, scored. A, no offensive hey. touchdown scored, which is what I thought would happen. That's I not thought what we called a veggie burger. Couple field goals. First That's off, not a veggie burger. Kyle was the one that said the words, I believe, or at least confirmed that it is under 11 points. Both teams under 11 because 10 is too attainable. It was originally score. under 10, and then I said you need to include 10 as part of it yeah. because 10 is common. So Kyle gave yeah. you a point, and you still lost. I lost. But we don't need to do it right now. Next season, we will define the burgers. We do I think need we need a that. vegan burger where everybody's under 10. I think a veggie burger, which is kind of in the less than two touchdowns I think range. we need a uh, drive through menu as a <laughs> yeah. set prop yeah. that shows all the different burger props. Animal <laughs> style. Because I think we'll have a digital screen at the new place, so we just make a JPEG. There we go. Animal screen. style. You guys yeah, do it. Animal is style is three defensive fired? touchdowns. I love that, yeah. Yes. <laughs> if the coach is going to get fired at the end of a game, that's animal style. Or if no, a coach trips a guy on a kick return. That's protein Yes. Yeah, that's protein style if the coach gets fired. Maybe more defensive and special teams touchdowns than offense touchdowns. I, that's okay. protein, I think. Mm. <laughs> that's all meat, no bread. This is the first episode. Our first Patreon episode is us figuring yeah, out yes. the burgers. Get on board. Pay us twenty five dollars an episode yep. or whatever it is. <laughs> it's and be twenty five, baby. Donate us some money, and we will explain all this bullshit in great detail. So we watched Blaine Gabbert heroically lead the Chiefs into field goal range they, with his legs. With his legs, they win the game. We leave. We go to Chili's. Mm-hmm. Um, Chili's was interesting. It was flooded with fans from the stadium, and they. It's obviously, there's a night game, Bills, Dolphins, which really matters. Mm-hmm. The entire Chili's playing cartoons. It was gr- it was the Grimsburg. It was the premiere of Fox's Grimsburg. But this is what happens at a restaurant when the day game is on Fox. the The night staff does not give a fuck. They've been running around for hours. Yeah, you're gonna end up watching some Grimsburg. Well, and that Chili's staff was really they got sacked by the they end did. of that game, and everybody from the stadium chose to go to that one Chili's, including us. And they still managed to serve us in record time so quickly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we got the easiest food, I think, on the menu. A couple of strips, a couple of wings, a couple of quesadilla pieces. That's easy to put together. But still, we got our table turned in like 25 minutes. It's true. And then I, I ended up getting diarrhea in record time, <laughs> which nice. was good for me because I needed to get diarrhea early because I had some shit I had to do like pretty soon after. So yeah. and I got the diarrhea out of the way. I ate it. It was great. 
I still don't know this. Did you make it to group one of 51st Jokes? I did. I made Hell it with, yeah. I made it with a little time to spare. Just enough time to um be very scared in the green room. <laughs> and how'd the joke go? It was good. No, I, I aced it, baby. Can we, you give the people the joke? I think it's quick enough that it's fun. No, 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 no. Listen, you get to show you, up. You Patreon? Got, you got that. That's a Patreon, baby. All right. Is it's it Patreon good. or Patreon? It's too good and too stupid. Fair enough. I disagree with one of those. It's not stupid. It's brilliant. I think it's so stupid it's brilliant. But Were anyway, you, that's for Well, later. that's brilliant. Scared in the green room from fear of more diarrhea or the drugs were still kind of All there. of it. <laughs> All of the things you just said. Plus, yeah. it's 25 of us in a green room that's designed for maybe six or seven heads tops. Okay. So we're, you know, it's standing room only. And you're standing next to some people you haven't talked to in maybe four or five years. Yeah. If that. Don't remember how the last conversation went. <laughs> That type of vibe. You feel me? But then you got out of there. But then we got out of there. Got in and bumping out. Well done. Thank you. I think all around a perfect way to spend a Sunday, the last Sunday of the season, going to the most meaningful, meaningless game of the season, and ignoring the other team. Even really me ignoring the Chiefs, honestly. Mostly. Yeah, yeah. you were pretty. We were, drink, we were focused more on drinking and potting and all the stuff that we wanted to do, talking to, to weird humans. None of us were really paying attention to the football, and that's the way it should be. It's true. I would say uh, getting to the game, a dream. Leaving the game, got a little tough. It was kind of a reminder that uh, a football game is your whole day, no you matter do, what time yeah. the kickoff is. You do have to leave early. Even if you, even if there's suspense at the end, just leave early. A little early. It's true. We should have left early. That was the only mistake of the day that we made. Uh, but you know who didn't make mistakes? Much this season, Danny. You won the regular season oh, yeah. uh, picks totals. Yeah. Um, 175 and 100. Well done. Kudos. Kudos to you. Thank um, you. We still have the we st- this, this is not over yet because mm-hmm. Kyle's at 172 and 103, so the playoffs still matter. Jamel has a, <laughs> if you I'd get some burgers or veggies yeah, yeah. or some shit, you could maybe make I'm, this happen. I'm 10 back. You're 10 uh, back, 165 and 110. That I, four and 12 week is haunting. Me. I landed at 154 and 121, but Jamel, you did win the week at 12 and four. Come on. So nicely done. Um, on my deathbed, I picked the Giants to win that game. This is the exact same as, as your fantasy team. You just put out a week 18 Masterclass yeah, that nobody for, for cares about and that matters <laughs> for absolutely no reason whatsoever. And now we've made it to Super Wild Card Weekend. Woo! Come on, it's time. Is it super because they just have another day of football? Now we have yeah. a Monday game. We have three fucking days of football. Yeah. What's more super than that? El Super. So let's go through the games. Let's do our picks. And uh, there is the illustrious going 11 and 0 in the playoffs. If any one of us does that, is there a bump? What if you go, of, if you look perfect, obviously, because it's guy, really hard to choose all these sure, games correctly. Sure. There's not that many to games. Get that bump. Obviously, I'm going to say you yes. You can get bumps. the bump. Two bumps. I'm saying these games. Now we need to lock in. It's the playoffs. We need to take this just as seriously as the players and the teams are. What kind of a bump do you want? If you're talking plus about five, plus five doesn't even an, matter. I, I have an idea. Here we go. Um, if you go, 
It's not going to happen, by the way. No one's fucking cleaning this. And this could happen at any point. It could be implemented in the future as well. You could have an on-fire streak based on the times the games start and end. So there's no there's no simultaneous playoff games. There are not. So if you pick six in a row, you could be on fire. Ooh. And then be getting one and a half points for every correct one after. Uh, like a little NBA, NBA jam on right fire up. type of thing, you know? All right. So 11 is a lot. But if you did like, if you got Saturday and Sunday right, Maybe Monday was a could be worth two to you or something like, or if you get this whole week right, that's what you it should start be. Start with the whole week. If you yeah. get this whole week right, you're on fire. Yes. and then every point, every game you pick from there, I'm even willing to give you two points. Per yeah, pick. you could be yeah. on a double point streak that ends once you miss a game. Yeah, it's going to be tough to go undefeated this, even this round. I mean, there's only six games, but it, it, it's, yeah, it's only tough. one team will do it. Yeah, I don't really care for these matchups as far as like betting and yeah. prognosticating. Yeah, I'm not loving concern. it. Everything is kind of a coin flip. It could go either way. Not good every, week, not weeks. everything. But this first I mean, game is very hard to call. Yeah. Uh, Browns at Texans, Saturday, one thirty p.m. Our first playoff game of the season. We have Joe Flacco going to C.J. Stroud's house. Joe Flacco sat in in week he eighteen did, because the... he's so important to the team. <laughs> Imagine that. And that's where we're at with the Browns. Is that. They believe they have an offense, and they definitely have a defense. They have the number one defense in the league going up against a rookie quarterback. Yep. Who did not do great the last time he saw a top five defense, as I recall. Didn't he get knocked out of that Jets game? Yes, he did. You were at that game. I was at that game. I think there's going to be a lot of putting fear into this kid's heart. I mean, look, they're a great story. I think they're the best. They're the biggest happy-to-be-there team because it didn't look like they were going to two weeks ago. The Browns knew that they were going to be in the playoffs. Yes. That's why they brought in a ringer like Joe Flacco. Also, uh, shout out to the Jags. What a collapse to even yeah. allow this possibility. Yeah. <laughs> the number one seed six weeks ago. Yeah. Like for an hour. Incredible. incredible. Yeah. Uh, so they made that possible. And I'm actually happy. Nobody wanted that Jags team in the playoffs. I'm so happy. No, I don't think there's don't a playoff team on that. either side the Jags could beat. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. I don't think there's a playoff team one to seven on AFC yeah. or NFC that the Jags would. Did they lose to the Steelers be. this year? They would to this they team. Would, yeah, they yeah. Maybe not well, without Watt. Without but. Watt, but still, I mean, Alex Highsmith is pretty good, and he got a couple of sacks when Watt was out. The, I don't think. I think you're right that the Jags could not beat anybody in the in this whole lineup. But I honestly think the Steelers aren't even the worst AFC team in the playoffs. Oh, I don't either. I think you drew them, but we'll get to that game. Uh, Texans, AFC South champions, D'Amico Ryan's first year as head coach did a great job. C.J. Stroud led. I mean, they have injuries at and their skill position players too, and they're doing just fine. Um, I love the Texans in this spot. You have Joe Flacco, the corpse of Joe Flacco on the road. Stroud is absolutely balling, and yet it was me who predicted the Browns would be in the AFC Championship in the preseason. You did. I yeah. foresaw that happening, so I have to honor my past self. And I am selecting the Browns in this game. Now, did I did I week one say that the Texans were good? I don't know if I, I predicted them maybe. in the playoffs, but I definitely said something positive about them. Somewhere. Yeah, somewhere. The thing about it is we've seen a lot of this game. The Texans having the first game of the playoffs mm -hmm. and not being ready for it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's it's kind the, of a tradition of the new millennium. And in Energy Stadium, too. They yeah. always get a home game, and they are always not ready. The first Saturday game, you're like, fuck, the playoffs started? Oh, yeah, Texans are playing. Yeah, Alex and they Smith look like beat some ass. Yeah, I, mm, but they, this is the first time they had a quarterback who was for real. It is. This is the first time they actually had one. 
That first season, though, when you got the for real quarterback and he makes it to the playoffs, he's just like you know, the nerves get to him. His mom's in the stands, all that stuff. It just feels like it's actually this is where it usually ends. I feel like Stroud ends. has the composure that Watson doesn't have. I mean, he was so talented those couple of years with them, and but I don't see Stroud blowing a massive lead. Or, I don't. I don't, Not know a about, massive I don't know about lead. winning this game, but Stroud is an even keeled seaman guy. I'm. <laughs> I'm going with the Texans. Jamel is selecting the Texans, trying to go 6-0 and this week, and he is starting with the rookie quarterback. Houston Texans. Houston Texans. I think that it's this is a tough matchup to call in terms of who I would want to win because, yes, that would be fun. C.J. Stroud come, you know, break out into the playoffs, proving he's legit. But then there's the Browns. Like, how are the Browns the team you're not rooting for in this situation? I know. I know. I know what you're saying, man, and then their defense is really good, but I just, I don't know, man. Maybe the Texans' defense can do just enough. That's where I'm headed. I did not see much from the Texans' defense when I watched that Colts game. Yeah, yeah they got I, ran all over. Yeah, they and I, could have lost. I just feel like the Browns, they've got to really, they, they've just got to stop Nico Collins is basically all they have to do because the Texans' running game is meh. There's not much there. Singletary? Yeah, I, I mean, if you just stop C.J. Stroud from throwing 60-yard bombs over and over again, and he still almost didn't win that game. He yeah, they the first only play, scored 23 points. Right, and if you take that first play again, which is just a 75-yard bomb right. to Nico Collins, he didn't really play well after that. Yeah. I, yeah. I can't take that away because it happened, but for 59 minutes and 45 seconds, they weren't great. Joe they Flacco were, scores 17 points, they win the game. It was pretty cool to watch him win Rookie of the Year in real time. Yeah. I was listening yeah. to the NPR. Jordy's got NPR <laughs> on in the car, and they're doing. They got the sports desk. And the, really, exactly. I'm like, what? <laughs> y'all, y'all talking NFL? And the person was like the um, the the head of like NFL content for the Ringer, and they were saying that um, CJ Stroud had Offensive Rookie of the Year locked up. And I'm like, what about Puka Nakua? He's got this rookie reception record. Rams made the playoffs too. I don't know about that. And then I literally watched the man win the award on the first play of the game. And I'm like, all right, y'all got it. I, look, I love the belief in the Texans. I'm going to have to go with Dan and say the Browns. Wow. I mean, it's not wrong. I know I'm the wrong one. I also will pick the Cleveland Browns. Wow. I like the games where the team's strengths match up, the offense versus defense, rather than two good offenses and two bad defenses. You know what I mean? It's like these are yeah. opposite teams. Yeah. yeah. So uh, it makes all the possessions entertaining, whether it's like it powerhouses does. matching it up does. or just kind of odd teams haphazardly throwing a possession together. The, the idea of watching Deshaun Watson in street clothes in Houston, <laughs> in Houston yeah. with a winter cap on and his little <laughs> towel on his shoulder jogging around happily. I don't, I don't like it in my mind and I will stay Texas. He, I think the fact that he's getting foals on the sideline, like you win that game when he, when he takes sure. the Wentz roll, Flacco takes the right. Foles rolls. Is the city going to give him? Are they going to give him like a thank you, Deshaun video? Hell no. <laughs> are they going to give him? <laughs> you sure? Are we it all just sh- ends with him ahead 24 nothing in a playoff game. It's, yeah. And they're like, yeah, thank you. We forgot what happened after that bye. And they just bring Ray Rice in, give him a, an award. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Coolest guy of the year. Two cursed franchises, too. Yeah. They really, both these teams, like fan bases, are just going to be. I, I mean, one of these teams is worst. more cursed than the other team. Yeah, for yeah. sure. One of these teams is six years old. Right. And, <laughs> That's true. And, and the other team has been cursed twice. 
Yeah. But yeah. they do make it the divisional round on occasion, and I think this is one of those occasions. At what point in the history of football are the Texans going to have a road playoff game? She <laughs> feels well. I'm you have to it well, because they, all they have to do is win the fucking south. Yeah, you That's have, all you, they, they do. win their division and then lose. Yeah. That's the thing. If you win your division, you get the home game. But then they never win another game to like Listen, let the number yeah. matter. If the Texans lose this game, which they should, it's time to start talking division reformation. <laughs> no more yes. AFC South. Yeah, I uh, agree. Okay, let's get to the next game: Dolphins at Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, let me set the table for. Danny and Kyle here. Um, I'm going to close my eyes for this. Yeah, yeah, Jamal, you're not a part of this. Uh, get <laughs> ready for everyone to tell you that this game didn't count. And it's not fair. They would have beat you if they were full strength, blah, blah, blah. Trust me as a guy who knows. I've been dealing with it with Niners fans for a full year after we whooped their ass and ended their season last year. So congratulations on advancing, you guys. But it didn't count. The game was rigged for the Chiefs. If they had Andrew Van Ginkle or whoever the fuck, everything would be different. Blah, 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 blah. That's all you get from this. It's kind of a bad spot. You, you're going to win the game, and everyone's going to be like, It's like the college football matter. playoff team that had to play uh, Liberty. Yeah, Oregon. <laughs> yeah. Oregon, yeah, where yeah, you're yeah. like, hey, you go, if you win 56-3, to three, everyone still is like, you probably could have won 56 nothing. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's kind of that game. Um, I there's no the Chiefs might lose. Yeah, I was gonna, they could, it, the Chiefs are could there scenarios? Could, I was going to yeah, go with scenarios. They, they could. Is it going to be negative I don't nine? Think, I think that I don't think Miami's injuries are as substantial as They're the substantial. 49ers' injuries in the NFC Championship no. game last year. If you're playing a guy who isn't a quarterback at quarterback, it's different than Josh Johnson is you, a quarterback. You've lost some. I I do think that there is more of a disadvantage though for the quarterback they do have. Going into Arrowhead, playing in cold weather where he never did. The uh, guy's fucking I, I do. Hawaiian. I also agree that, like, full strength, I don't think the, the Dolphins have uh, too much going for them. Tyreek Hill's the only guy who's ever played in the cold. And he's yeah. hurt. And even then, and last time he was at hurts. home, it was really hot. And he's, he, he's got to be checking his ring cam over and over again to make sure there's not another fire at home. He's going to have a lot on his mind, a lot on his plate, because they're going to rely on him so much. My biggest nightmare scenario is losing to him in the playoffs. Honestly, if we lose this game... I'm at peace with it because we can finally draft in a position where we can get. <laughs> we can be at the beginning of the wide receiver run yeah, instead exactly. of stuck and, at the end of it. And we talked about that last week. Like, I would take that because we're not winning the Super Bowl this year, I don't think, unless we go under. I do like the momentum that we've got going on, though. I know the last two games were a bunch of crap, but honestly, like beating Jake Browning, not the worst, not the worst win we've had all season. This last one was more of just an uplifting, like the backups played pretty well, at least on defense. Gabbard had a couple of runs, and then Chris Jones getting his incentive. Everybody cheers for him. It's the first time Chiefs players have smiled on the sideline since week five. Yeah, and Travis Kelsey not playing, I think, was a good decision. I think he was just like, look, I'm locked in. And and you guys know the reason why I haven't been playing that well is because I'm fucking old and my bones hurt. I don't need 16 yards as much as I need another week of rest. I think we'll be all right. I don't. The Dolphins got they, they like signed Justin Houston this yeah, morning or something I, I, just it's, to spite us. I, I don't know. It'll be I think it'll be a better game than it should be. I think the, the Dolphins got some hobbled guys, but they'll play. We'll see how it plays out. But I think the Chiefs will be fine. I like it as a blowout, honestly. Not in maybe a blowout, but a ten point victory. She's got to score thirty points to blow a team out, and I don't see us doing that. I think our defense is heating people up lately, and maybe the offense can't match the integ- the intensity. Uh, but you know, two has just got to play like dog shit and he's great at that. Yeah. 
Uh, the weather is going to be what negative twenty eight yeah. on the field. So yeah. cold. Yeah. Hoth. I'm I'm interested in McCole Hardman this game. Sure, we watched him kind of. He kind of oh, yeah, got into a little bit of eighteen a, targets in a game. The other yeah, day. yeah. And now he was getting them from Blaine Gabbert, who could barely throw, barely has an arm and hands. You got the full Mecole Hardman experience in that game the other day, which was like, oh, he could create a lot of separation. Oh, he still is like elite fast. Why did he stop running? Yeah, Why did yeah. you stop running on that? Yeah, Why did you run, run out of bounds and then jump inbounds yeah. to catch it like a kid in a backyard? But he did catch a really good ball that was like uh, like the defender was right on him and he still got it and he, kind of double-clutched it. And, and it's then the only receiver running. I've seen the Chiefs have all year who came back to the ball. The yeah. thing Mahomes screams at every... I watched a national championship game last night and I'm like, this sucks to watch. Every receiver comes back to the ball yeah. and catches it. You're like, I would, every single receiver on both of those teams would be the Chiefs' second best wide receiver. It like yeah. sucks to watch a fucking college. Football. And Michigan doesn't even throw the ball six yards. Yeah, it's don't. insane yeah. to watch. I mean, Washington's got like wild good receivers. I think yeah. I don't. I don't fall college football ton. I think that's their thing. Mm-hmm. But I was just the whole time. I'm like, yeah. this sucks. It. It is hard to watch college. The way football. JJ McCarthy acts about how he plays quarterback is so funny. When you is that Michigan the funniest thing ever. quarterback? Yes. All so they he do, like meditates yes. and stuff. He on a, takes his shoes and socks off yeah. before every game. Has puts to them feel back the on. Gr- feel the he earth. He has to hug the team therapist. Yeah. This they, is a guy whose mom mouth kisses him before the game in a absolutely. weird way. You know it for sure. All like, this is like dink yeah. and dunk. I mean, you see the old like. NFL films footage of the guy, like the Chiefs quarterback, smoking a cigarette on the bench. Oh, yeah. And then yeah. we have JJ McCarthy. <laughs> That's halftime of the Super Bowl. <laughs> talking to the sports psychologist, being like, remember where you are. Right. <laughs> remember where you are, you're at. Well, and he won, you know, sometimes whatever it Win takes. one big. And I think this is a whatever it takes. We're just going to, I don't know. I, I'm. If I'm going to place a bet on this game, it's going to be Tua under 250 yards if yeah. that's a prop. And remember, this game doesn't matter. And it you doesn't matter. And, and you I didn't care. actually win. And it's not I on do TV. not care about <laughs> it's it. Not that's on TV. true. It's not even real. Uh, um, so we have Chiefs across the board, All right? of us Chiefs. Chiefs? Jamel, you're trying to go 6 0 here. Um, this isn't for funsies. Chiefs. This could be one uh, of those games where we're down 10 0 early. And oh, just for like, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, sure. Fast. Okay, last thing about this game. When the Dolphins lose this game, are they moving forward with Tua as their quarterback? Like, this is a serious question. I think this is a franchise tag situation. Okay, so you a, see, see one, one more, more year. year. I think we know what Tua is, and I don't think it's great. I've never seen someone be so, I don't know, it, it it's it's so much worse under pressure. Yeah. Like, literal pressure. It's, like, crazy. The be- Except Washington's fucking quarterback last night. So, I guess if you're left-handed, you, you're under pressure. <laughs> yeah. You cannot make a throw. And I think but it, it looked exact. I'm like, I watched Washington's quarterback last week. I'm like, this is the number one pick. Yeah, this guy's yeah. insane. But then the second there's a rusher near him, I'm just like, you're throwing the ball to nothing. And I feel like the left hand gets colder than the right hand. And I so he's going to have his left hand <laughs> exposed in the cold. There are just so many factors against the Dolphins. This is the most factors against I'm the team going into the cold. game. I think that'll be. I mean, I'm not gonna. I'm excited to be inside and in yeah, we'll be watching safely under heat. Watching lamps. on NFLbite.com. Yeah. This the biggest takeaway from this game is going to be this game is going to put some strain on illegal streamers. Hey, if no, anybody better wants, get, you better be stretching now. NFL guys. NFL You guys had better be opening server space. Get I, it ready now. Delete all them old picks because <laughs> we need you. I'm gonna be in Vegas. I'm gonna be watching on the on a sports bar big screen. So my peacock login is open. <laughs> open for I also I am also paying for peacock at the crib. So if anybody needs to come by, yeah, 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 yeah. give Anyone us a shout. Wants to text me a peacock login. Yeah, yeah. I and think I can. Yeah. Um, okay, Sunday morning. 
10 a.m. Steelers at Bills. Also a weather game. I think this one has wind. Is it what they're forecasting? Like 40 degree, or excuse me, 40 mile per hour winds in like zero degrees. It's going to have wind. It's going to have water. It's going to have earth, <laughs> but no heart. Uh, what do you so call jumping through a table? <laughs> so it's yeah, an episode of Avatar and not Captain Planet. Got it. Mm-hmm. That's true. I think Josh Allen could be Avatar The Last Airbender, where most of the time he's the cartoon, but sometimes he's the M. Night Shyamalan movie <laughs> version. <laughs> Whenever he's throwing a pick, he's Shyamalan. Yeah, look, I'm, I'm picking the Bills to win. I think we probably all are, but yeah. people need to stop and think about putting their mouth around the Bills' penis this whole offseason or uh, postseason because they're not that good. Bloody. They didn't play a good game in Week 18. They didn't play a good game in Week 17. Six and one. Six and one in your last seven. Yeah. And 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 Josh Allen's stats have gone down. I'm on the and opposite train seed. as Danny because I'm like, Josh Allen hasn't played great and they keep winning games, and that's kind of crazy. And one day he's going to wake up from whatever uh, concussion-like symptoms he's been experiencing all year, <laughs> and he's going to play regularly. Yeah. Normally if they win games, Josh Allen is the best player in the world yeah. that week. Yeah, and exactly. they've been winning games where he's been the bad Josh Come Allen. Come on, dog. They are in Al-Qaeda mode. This, he, this game are. is a ridiculous warm-up. This, uh, this is a, a game where I'm like, I think the Bills will probably win by 24, but they might lose by one. That's the thing is, I think this is a close game. If the spread is something like seven and a half, I'm pounding the Steelers. Okay. Say but, what you will about Al-Qaeda. But that was a squad. <laughs> that was a squad. And they had a unit. And, organized. And they never wired this team. Nobody on Al-Qaeda would have uh, scored that touchdown. They would have kneeled it. You feel me? A it's unit. Too- Josh, <laughs> is it Josh Al? Oh! <laughs> Yo! Bills. Yeah. Bills. Yeah, it's the Bills. It's, it's the, the Bills. Bills. If Watt was playing, this would be the maybe this would be a long conversation. I, that's yeah. the guy, kind yeah, of guy yeah, who ruins Josh big, Allen's life. Fe- I feel bad for the I Steelers. also I hate betting that the Chiefs will win games this year, but god damn it, if playing in Buffalo doesn't kind of make me think we could win that game too. I don't know. Okie dokie. Uh Packers at Cowboys. Sunday, 130. Game of well, the next two are the games of the week, I yeah. would say. Packers at Cowboys. Uh, this, you know, it gives you visions of the old Rodgers teams coming in and eliminating the Cowboys or breaking their hearts in all sorts of ways. Yeah. The Packers playing in Dallas is like kind of like a like a thorn in their side. This is something I think Cowboys fans like have a deep seated like fear of. Sure, like even if it's Jordan Love, and I know the team looks a little different. Like this is still McCarthy. Playing his old team, playing his old fucking pupil uh, in the head coach. So, they're, th- this isn't a Cowboys blowout, like, assured. There's some spice in this game. There's some spice. This could be, you know, Dak could come out, throw a pick right away. I That's what I mean. It's just, like, the, the Cowboys team, clearly better. But there's some, there's some intangible that, like, I don't believe playoffs Cowboys yet. Well, and, it's the, and because they're playing the Packers, there's NFL lore. Yes. Right. Yes, the lore. I think this is like a 25-23 game. It's like the so, Cowboys come out and look bad, and then they have to scramble to win the game, and that's the beginning of the end for them. But I don't think that they lose this game. Yeah, I'm with the Cowboys too, man. It's just they're actually good this year. Unfortunately. They, they are. They are, they but are. are. but they do have to get kicked out of the playoffs and disappoint their entire fan base. That is – Exactly what which the Cowboys week, are about. Which week does that happen? I think, I think next week. Because if you get the Rams, that's an issue. I think you'd rather want to see the Lions in the next week, right? I think the Lions could beat them too. You have to go at I, Lions. The, or, the Lions 
Remember that game they got screwed out of. The Lions yeah. are salivating for the Cowboys. Yes, they they want have, the Cowboys. I I mean, we'll get to it, but the Lions, people are severely underestimating the Lions. Wow. I, also I, I am one of them. I'm taking the Cowboys, and this is a serious. I know that the Cowboys have to get kicked out, but let's say they actually do it. This is their best shot at doing it. It is. Yeah. If you really break it down, it, it the is. The Niners are not. They it's got the, changed. The, yeah. the Liners have Purdy. The AFC. The has, Niners have a guy who could could throw the game. But away. it's their exactly. best. It's their best season. Everyone else's. It's like the other top teams' lowest seasons. And there's good film on how to beat all the other top teams. Well, and Niners Cowboys is the matchup the NFL wants in the. Oh, they it's want a, it's it so a butte. Bad. It's a butte. That's a oh. nice little Jersey matchup. Man, when I think about Jersey matchups. So annoying. I would be worried. <laughs> For people living in Niners Nation, be worried. Lock up your car. And the, <laughs> that's what I'll say. They have to do that anyway. They live in San Francisco. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Everybody, <laughs> look, in all of these NFL cities, you probably want to lock your car. Unless it's Green Bay. Yeah, you don't even need a car. <laughs> lock Green up Bay your is wagon. the only city, I think, that the NFL, maybe uh, uh, Tempe, Arizona, or wherever. Do you think Aaron Rodgers? Glendale now. Do you think yeah. Aaron Rodgers is, has any remorse or regret? Like, I could I could be in this game. He nah. keeps calling could, the Packers we in yeah. interviews. Do you see that? Yeah. He's like, Well, we really we really would play we the Bears really want to beat us. The, like, dude, you don't even play for the team you're on. He yeah. didn't have to force his way out of this team. He could easily just be leading a much better I know he, he got injured, so uh, that could have also happened on well, the Packers. It, it but wouldn't have happened because his home field would have been real grass. Right. Yeah. Then the Packers would be the three seed about to lose to the Rams. That's good. Very possible. Uh, Dan, you have the Cowboys, Cowboys in this game? So it's all yeah. Cowboys. I begrudgingly am choosing the Cowboys. I'm with you, and I think this could be a game as well. I like the way Jordan Love's playing. I think Aaron yeah. Jones is that versatile back. We always thought he would. He's catching five-plus passes out of the backfield now. He's kind of can do... A little bit of everything. So I, th- this could be the most entertaining game. It, it easily could be, uh, unless Rams Lions mm-hmm. jumps it because you have Matthew the Goff Stafford yeah. trade now fucking yeah reaches ahead. Now who won the trade? The Rams won the trade because they won the Super Bowl. But Goff, if you look at their stats, they're basically the same. Um, Stafford comes the home. Super Bowl, this, they're they're even in Super Bowls. This is the house that Stafford built. He's coming home. He's playing against Jared Goff, a man he doesn't respect, <laughs> clearly. And you know he doesn't. He probably doesn't. Jared Goff, though, has some things to his advantage. He plays great at home. He has Amon Ross St. Brown, and he has two really good running backs. And I don't know if the Rams can handle the outside run. I know they got Aaron Donald, but what else they got they on got, defense? Dude, their top pat- rusher is not Aaron Donald this year, right? They it's got another guy sure, cleanup sack guy, you know, yeah, whatever guys. Uh, I don't think about the Rams defense. Do you? No, I, I mean, I don't, but I think they're okay. I mean, but the Rams offense is they got the best receiver in the NFC. I mean, aside from CD lamb, I think it goes lamb and then uh, Nakua. You're going to call him the be- over AJ Brown. You'd have Puka. Yep. Okay. I'd have Amon Ra this year. What is AJ? What do you mean this year? Look at the stats. All right, fine. <laughs> sure. People were talking about AJ Brown MVP. Midway through. Midway. We at the end way. Yeah, we are. Uh, things, this is a different <laughs> way. Things took a turn. Exactly. <laughs> I like the Lions offense at home. It just feels like they play so much better and they're energized. And the Rams, God bless them. They probably, they, you know what? They probably will win this game. But I don't want them to. And I don't want them to so strongly that I'm going to bet on the Lions to win. Okay. Okay. 
I'm I like the Rams. I like the Rams offense a lot. I think uh what's his name? Uh who's the the running back? Kendrick Williams? Kellen Williams? Kyron. Kyron Williams. Williams. Yeah, he's come on strong. He's for really real. Yeah, is he, he as got good a as couple. Jameer? Cooper Cup is there. Still capable of being the best player in the league. Sure. His leg hurts though. His it leg always hurts. always hurts. So they got two real receivers. And they got a real back too, man. This is this is a really good matchup. It, this yeah, is the, what fun. Kyle was talking about—just two great offenses. So that's that, that's that matchup. I got the Rams. I have the wow. Rams as well because I was thinking if you flip the quarterbacks, like it's easily Lions, right? Like if Stafford is on, if if Goff is on the Rams and Stafford's on the Lions, it's a no-brainer for the Lions. I but Stafford is on the Rams and he's a Super Bowl champion and a Super Bowl MVP I believe look Sean McVay great schemer better coach than Campbell even though I a like good Campbell coach, better. Uh, a pretty boy but who's the motivator who's a, Campbell, between those two baby. coaches oh, who's yeah. gonna make you want to kill the other team I just don't I think that if there's one thing that disrupts and ruins a overly aggressive fourth down coach it's Aaron Donald yeah, I'm right. It's true. If there's one person that can ruin Rams? your oh fourth and four, Rams. oh fourth and five. Well, I mean, we got. I trust you. I trust the guy that he caught. The Bengals couldn't win the Super Bowl on a fourth and one because of Aaron Donald. I'm riding Aaron Donald as well. A man who is purely motivated by cash at this point. <laughs> He's probably mad that Chris the Jones had a highlight. The list. ultimate yeah. motivator, exactly. And so, Danny, you were on an island choosing lines, which is crazy. I, they're, the, they're the two. Seed. They're the better People, team. They're probably the best this. team all season. I just, just think about it. I'm, I'm thinking about it a lot, man. But it's I'm thinking about it. it's the Detroit Lions. Are the Lions really ready to? Uh, is Detroit as a fan base really ready to win a playoff game? Yes, that is four. where I'm are talking. They ready? The vibes in the building, if you go down at all, are just going to be atrocious. But they're immaculate right now. Yes, and the Rams good now. have been there. The Ram. This is all a treat to the Rams fans. They barely care. They just won the Super Bowl. They probably won't win the Super Bowl this year. They, they got to the playoffs won't. after kind of being buried early in the season. This is all gravy. There's no gravy in Lions Nation. There's barely any food in Detroit. <laughs> the, Ram, the Rams have a guy who can ruin the game. Who knows if he will, but they have a guy who's capable of it. I'm riding with it. Rams. All right. Okay. And then Monday night. The best game of the season. The worst game Ooh. of the, the playoffs so far. <laughs> we have the the lowly Eagles going the worst team in football. Man. Head to Defensively. Tampa, head to Tampa Bay. It has been a long time since I have witnessed an Eagles meltdown. Usually we're saying Cowboys meltdown. It, this is, that Cowboys doing the playoffs. If we win this game, uh, the last month is just washed and great. We're now a play. Now we've advanced. We're a couple games away. Look, super fans of this show know me and Dan. The last few weeks have been you know painfully uh, complaining about our teams. It's out of hurt, but still we have been upset at the way our teams have been playing. The last two weeks of the season went one way for the Chiefs and the other way for the Eagles. And I feel like we have a little bit of momentum. It might not be enough to get us over the hump of being terrible. The as, backups at are receiver. certainly excited. But the vibes coming out of Eagles Nation are god-awful. I mean, yeah, people are calling for Sirianni's head. They want him they're gone. Calling, they're looking for all kinds of heads. They're just head crazy. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are just like, Hurts' head, A.J. Brown's hey, head. same here, bud. I'm <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Well, uh, bad news for me, uh, about a month plus ago, I bought tickets uh, to a horror movie marathon on Monday night. <laughs> I have uh, uh, <laughs> a Jeff Burr, if, if you got shout out Jeff Burr, I think he's dead now, but uh, he's a director. He, he directs crap. Uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3. Okay. Okay. Stepfather 2. Yeah. Whoa. The better one. 
It is the better one. And uh, those are two of the films that I will be seeing Monday while ignoring this playoff wow. game. That's a great choice. I mean, you are going to be watching a horror film either way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I'm going to turn my fo- phone off. I'm going to let the pieces fall where they may. Oh, my God. And I'm not going to know what's happening in this game. It is going to be agonizing. I've I've never missed an Eagles playoff game as long as I, I can remember in my life. So this is uncharted territory. I don't know why I'm I could easily not go and just watch this game, but I kind of want to see these movies on the big screen. I love this shit. You are going to come out of that theater with so many texts for me. I'm going to send you <laughs> 900 live. <laughs> live stream tech. You'll it'll be so hard for you to figure out what the score was cuz you'll be sifting through all of my texts. Yeah, do I start with the text and try to deduce what happened? Well, how or do you I like go to, to the, the actual ESPN and to see what happened? And then I'm also going to send you a bunch of texts that don't have shit to do with oh, it. No. I'm going to send you a series of <laughs> innocuous gifts. Put Just, them all in the invisible ink text <laughs> yeah. so he has to scrubble his finger across it the whole time. And it's time. all going to be that uh, fat kid with dreads doing the peace sign <laughs> and disappearing. <laughs> And it's all like exclamation points and question marks. And I'm like, what's happening? (laughs) He's disappearing again. Fuck. Um, I do think the Eagles win this game. Okay. I think they could. I think they do. I think um, it just, the roster's more talented. I think the the defense is an atrocity. It's the worst I've witnessed in months. I mean, the the offense no-showed in the Giants game, but I think they were playing possum in that game and they're ready for this one. All right. They knew they would rather have the Bucks than have to play the Rams at home. So it's it's kind of I think they chose this in a way. They do. They do. Okay. It's not impossible. Once they realized the one seed wasn't a possibility, and they got uh, a little lazy, they they got a little bit content. Yes. But I do think there's still some Super Bowl DNA from last year and the one we actually won. Still in that locker room. I think they know how to get up for a playoff game. I would be shocked if they no-showed a playoff game. So I'm picking the Eagles. I need some other picks before I decide. Listen, what I, I don't know much. I, I was reading, I think, uh, going into the playoffs on a five-game losing streak is bad. It's, it's not a five-game right? five losing streak. So What is I, it? it? They're one and four in their last five. Yes. Okay. The last time that happened, oh. the team lost their first game. We won Christmas Day, if you The recall. time before that that <laughs> happened, the Ravens won the Super Bowl. They went one and four into the playoffs, and then Flacco won the Super Bowl. Precedent. It just never uh. happens. It's only happened three <laughs> times ever that a team has gone one and four at the end of the year and still made the playoffs. But one of the times they won the Super Bowl. Yeah, that is pretty wild. But they didn't lose it the year before either. Losing the Super Bowl, lose Super Bowl hangover. It is, it is a lot of weird one-and-done playoff, like, yeah. juju. And, you know, the one way that the Bucks can win a game is against a porous defense. Baker Mayfield has been known recently to go off for 300 yards and four touchdowns and the like. He has that in him. And he's got Mike Evans. And he's got Mike Evans. Who's looking good. Rashad White still around, still there. I'm picking the Bucks because this is a comedy podcast. Mm-hmm. And the funniest thing I could think of is Baker Mayfield in the divisional round. Sounds real funny to me. Plus, I'm giving the Bucks some extra points for giving us a new national anthem. I don't know if you guys saw oh the video of the flyover. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think that the national anthem should begin with the words "Open up the safe, bitch." <laughs> if I if I know anything about America, one of our stances, one of our mantras is "Open up the safe, bitch." And speaking of which, Dan, just give me this as a fan close to the team. 
Do you think that the Eagles escape room excursion may have brought the team together in the last minutes? Well, I mean, they, they did it before the Giants game, so, Ooh, so uh, that no. did not work. <laughs> it didn't work. So there is no escape. I'm picking the Bucks. Whoa! Let's oh my go. goodness! Why um, would you throw away your six and zero start? It's Danny? a Monday night I mean, massacre. I'm in the lead. All I need to do is protect myself. All you have to birds. do is win one game, right? All you have to do is like be a plus one in one of these weeks, and it's over. I'll make it. I'll make it well, up. I'm even saying, if you I can't do be fire. You can't get on fire if you blow this. I and I could be dominating. You could the picks if the Lions and Bucks win these games. Um. Wow. Okay. So the last two games, you and Kyle are really the the matchup. That Rams, Lions, and Eagles, Bucks games so Very suddenly important. become enormous. I bet they're we also split it. important to the teams. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah that's true. <laughs> um. Yeah. Look, could they? Mike Evans and Godwin go for 150 apiece easily. Easily, we have the softest, worst defense I, I can remember. But I think Darius Slay will be back for this game. I think people are okay. dis. Discounting how big of a loss, like losing your all pro cornerback is and then adjusting on the fly. Like it matters a little bit. So Slay will be back. That should at least bring us from the worst defense to the second worst defense. I can, I feel that. So give me the Eagles hesitantly. I will be looking at my phone at around 10 PM that night. Actually, I'll probably look at it between You'll t- you'll take a piss. In the I'll probably be, come on. Be sitting on. in the toilet and watching. Nobody the last overtime starts when you're between movies. Yeah. Oh my goodness gracious. Um, okay. <laughs> so that's the super wild card weekend picks. Let's get into the super wild card weekend mailbag. You've got mail. Uh, every week, especially in the playoffs, the mail floods the Sorry We Love Football headquarters, and uh, this year is no different. A lot of mail. I don't know where to start. Who wants to to pick a piece of mail? I'll kick it off. Okay. I got a little, man. I got an exciting one. Uh, my letter today is from Herschel Walker. Oh. Hersh came in. I love uh, that. Hey, guys. Big fan of the show. I'm writing in to let all of your listeners know there's a thief amongst you in Los Angeles. <laughs> Joe Coy stole his Golden Globes <laughs> monologue from me word for word. Wow. Bar for bar. You might be saying to yourself, what the fuck are you talking about, Herschel? How could a serious politician like yourself write such hysterically funny material? Well, it's true. I wrote all of that. This was the speech I had planned for CPAC this year. I figured there's nothing like a little levity and some pop culture references to get everybody's mind off how I used to beat my wife and get into shootouts with the police. My jaw hit the floor when I heard my favorite comedian taking my words. I used to love you, Joe Coy. That boobies line was going to make me this country's next president, but now I'm ruined. Good luck finding a new pickleball partner, you piece of shit. We're done. Wow. Yours truly, Herschel Walker. Wow. So Herschel Walker has to go on Club Shay Shay now, right? Yeah, I think that's. <laughs> I think one's coming. I think Herschel's <laughs> coming to Club Shay Shay. There might not be any cognac allowed in the room for that episode, but it's it's on the way. Honestly, if he wasn't really in line to become a national official. I would say keep cranking these sound bites out. He yeah. was one of the funnier candidates out there. He was. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I um Joe Coy too. I just can't have the Eagles pull Joe Coy in our playoff game. That's what I'm predicting. <laughs> that's I'm predicting that's a full rough. on <laughs> halftime Sirianni's like, You think I you think I just all these blaming everybody you else? You think I yeah. called these plays? <laughs> yeah. You think these are my plays? I just got the job. Yeah. 
I got the job five days ago. Teeth looking white as shit. Why is teeth so white? It was white? crazy. Even Kim pointed that out. She's like, this is unnatural. Yeah. There's a Why level that's the- too far with whitening. Holy um, shit, his teeth were white. All right, I got a letter here. Um, I don't know if you guys saw me, but I grabbed from the bottom of the bag. I saw you guys. Were, I saw you dig you down there. You the swam beagles. down there. I had to. Yeah, that's a big bag. Uh, hey, guys. Love the show. This is Jeffrey Epstein, or... I guess you'd say the ghost of Jeffrey Epstein, since I am confirmed dead. I wanted to float down and clear up the issue involving Aaron Rodgers when he went on. Yeah, float up. Well, he says down when he's trying. Thank you. Woo! Uh, Take that, Epstein. I want to clear up the issue involving Aaron Rodgers when he went on ESPN and accused Jimmy Kimmel of being on my naughty list. The truth is, Aaron Rodgers never said that. I did. I was inhabiting his body, much like what happened to Whoopi Goldberg and Ghost. Oh. And it works because Aaron has taken so many ayahuascas that he's basically psychic. And this is why he can seem so normal and nice on a show like Hard Knocks, but then when he hops on Pat McAfee, that's all Epstein, baby. Socks off, scotch in hand, a disgustingly underage girl sitting just out of frame. I'm the Jekyll to Aaron Rodgers hide. And next season, it's going to be Aaron that wins the Super Bowl. But guess who's going to Disney World? <laughs> Epstein, baby. Sweet dreams, kitties. Oh, no. Whoa. Wow. Whoa. That, it's one of the only explanations, actually, yeah, is that Aaron Rodgers real, right? is inhabited <laughs> by a... Uh, uh, What's it? That uh, something spirit? What's I actually the, always the thought it was the spirit? other way around. <laughs> could, oh, you well, thought, I he thought was Aaron was inhabiting Jeffrey Epstein? Jeffrey wow. Epstein. Wow. That's why it's, he wanted to be friends with princes so much. There is a symbiotic relationship between the two. I don't know exactly how it works. One of them's venom. That's <laughs> so all we know. Let's 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 move on into the uh, my. I have a letter here. Um, it says, "I'm just going to reach it, grab this letter. I don't know who it's from. It says, Hey guys." Big fan of the show. It's me, Bill Belichick, future commander's head coach. Mm-hmm. That's right. This fall, I'm taking my talents to the DMV. The new ownership group made me a series of promises that I couldn't resist. And here are a few of those promises. All right. <laughs> uh, I can coach the team entirely over Zoom. Not bad. Yeah. Uh, no women allowed at team facilities. They agree to bring back Major Tutty, but only as my personal assistant. He will not be allowed on the field. <laughs> Anyone I'm even remotely related to is allowed to be a part of my coaching staff. Mm-hmm. Powdered soap in the facilities. I think it's better and reminds me of the 50s when things were still good. Uh, no hot water allowed. This makes you Cold weak. showers build character. You know what? Actually, scratch that. No water in general. Powerade only. Uh, I am awarded partial ownership of the Washington Wizards basketball organization. I do like that. Yeah. Uh, if the ownership group can make all of this happen, I will agree to coach the commanders, signed Bill Belichick. I, okay, here's what I'll say. I, the idea of Bill Belichick living in Ashburn, Virginia, as a single man <laughs> running amok in like tech money territory <laughs> oh, does sound fun to me. But having him coach the team – I'm I'm against it. Uh, no more old dudes coaching. We keep hiring mm. these old men, and it doesn't work. It, we need a young man coaching. End of story. I like it. And when I say young, all I'm asking for is like under 45. Yeah. 
I like that Damn. there's no chance for Eric Bieniemy. That nobody's even thinking, thinking about it. It's crazy, and it's like because it's, crazy. it's because the offense is averaging five yes, less yards do since people, he started calling plays. Do people just hate this guy? I don't. Yeah, I mean, you just don't get it. Be very t- difficult to work with. It almost seems like he's only qualified to be a head coach and not call plays. <laughs> Jamel, can, can I put you on the spot and can you um just you know put uh, a pen in the. Uh, Ron Rivera era, just say goodbye to Ron. Uh, Ron, uh, gone just in time. Adieu. <laughs> Took uh, the hat to you. Hey, nicely done, Ron. You you, you did made the, it. You re- did the thing that every uh, commander's coach does, which is uh, make one playoff and then a bunch of bullshit after that. Mm-hmm. So thanks. Nicely done. Um, Danny, final thoughts on the week? Well, it's a piece of news that just popped up here. Mike Vrabel has been fired. Wow! Yeah. Did not see that coming. I think he's a really good coach. He Future is. Patriots head coach, Mike Vrabel. Hey. Possibly so. I Could mean, this be, is all moving be. around. They're looking to hire a guy that no one wants to talk to in the building I who's would, good at coaching. And you know I love Vrabel in the building. He doesn't return my calls anymore, but I would love Vrabel up there in commander's territory. Yeah, he's a good coach. He's a good coach. Maybe we'll hear from him on the Patreon. Yeah, Patreon? I think so. It's something. I should say Patreon. If it's about Patreon. New England football, it's the Patreon. Otherwise, it's Patreon. <laughs> Got yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, wild stuff. It is. Can he join the Eagles staff, like, right now? <laughs> Give him a call. <laughs> Let's just see what's up. Because I don't know if they have rules on coaches. I think you can get coaches just uh, you could pick a guy up. the playoffs. Yeah. Scoop him, I hey. thought I know they made new rules. This is so dumb to start talking about with zero seconds left. They made new rules about not interviewing people until later in the playoffs. Uh, right. But I don't know about fired guys. Hey, Jamel, final thoughts. Uh, final thought is thanks for listening. And if you're in the LA area this weekend, this Sunday, I got a booth at the Rose Bowl flea market Sunday. If your team is losing, or you know you're just done, so you need to get out of the house, come mess with me. Rose Bowl flea market all day Sunday. Nicely done. Fat Riley's. Fat Riley's. Uh, big and tall sports apparel and more. We have stuff for not fat people as well. Nice. Uh, my final thought of the week is um, this Eagles playoff game has insane implications. If if they manage to lose this game. Your, well, your mental well-being is on the line. It is clear house time. I think it is a really? full franchise reset. I think Sirianni gets fired. I think... You lose so many key pieces. I don't know who wants to come coach that team, who wants to play on that team. If they win, all is fine. All right. And they can advance to the Super Bowl. It is crazy how much this game matters for this specific team. Who, what, what position are you guys drafting? What position should you draft? We always draft line. <laughs> Offensive line, or we're going to draft a tackle. That's what we will draft. Okay. Great. Prudent. Smart. Yeah. Prudent. Uh, sorry for not watching the game this week. Holy hey, shit. Sorry we had a great time. Yeah, uh, I'm sorry for nothing. Oh